0: Okay. We are right. going. Fine. Let's go.
1: Right after the show, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about what we learn. Yeah. Because we always learn stuff. You know why?
2: Because God is always teaching us. So all we got to do is watch from close and listen and we'll hear God talk to us. See you after the show. I'm Justin. I'm SkullCon Library. My pronouns are he and him.
1: I'm Sadie. I work IT at a public library. My pronouns are they, them.
0: I'm Jay. I am a music library director. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm not over how much our new theme like slaps. It's great.
1: Fucking bang.
0: Banger. <laughs> it's so good.
2: <laughs> and we have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
3: Yeah. Hi, I'm Leslie. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm I'm not a librarian, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to work really hard.
2: <laughs> <you>.
3: Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> that counts. We like push the limit so far as to what could go on a library podcast. We we can like be like we can spin anything.
2: Filthiest cock gobbling slut. Yeah, like that. <laughs> That's a really good take we got from Audrey we did get, like, yeah. 20 of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they made everyone shut the fuck up so we could, so we could get oh, Audrey Lord. saying that. That's really good. And yeah, we did a really filthy now. episode. Yeah. Mm. Oh,
2: Lord. I mean, that
0: was our filthiest episode. Yeah, and we did one on <laughs> porn, but that was our filthiest episode. <laughs> and the Leather awesome. Archives. Yeah, Leather Archives was good.
3: Nice. Um, oh, and Party I, Girl. I I... So
0: who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> what are you doing?
3: I don't know. Who am I? That's such a uh, a tough question. Um, I don't know. I'm a podcaster, too. I'm sorry. I feel like I have to apologize every time I say I'm a podcaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yeah, but me and my friend Kate host a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatching and review podcast called Bangs for the Memories. We have had Justin and Jay on before, and it was a good time. And um, we have also have a, have had a very filthy episode where we talked about like how much cum is in the pages of books,
0: <laughs>
3: <gasps> and how it's like a a, a very uh
0: oh. <laughs> huh. I already did it, Justin. <laughs> very easy to
3: find subs- um, but yeah, I don't actually know if that's true. But we went on a tangent.
0: It is.
1: It, so. <laughs> 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 it's hard to say.
0: Yeah, I've never even worked in a public library, but, like, I've heard stories.
1: Yep. Yep. I have
0: stories. Oh, Shouldn't shit. Did we just these- lose everybody? And there's Leslie. Okay. It's a ghost. It's a vampire. It's a vampire. Yeah, I'm watching interview of the vampire, so.
2: Meow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We get so much traction out of that one.
0: <laughs> Do you use that one to sync? It's a good one. All of Us or something? Is that like your trick?
2: Okay. So, anime. Anime news. Anime news. Vamping, vamping, vamping. <laughs> Yowie paddles. Mm-hmm. Are they copyrightable?
1: Apparently.
2: Probably not.
0: Oh, (laughs) no. What the fuck? Are we going
2: to have to move to Zoom?
0: We might.
2: Thank you, Zoom. Hopefully this works.
1: That is my actual legal full name and I don't use it anywhere other than work.
2: I'll ignore us. I forget like a lot of times what you guys' names were. It's like the one upside <laughs> of being bad with names is Dude, that just I, just will, our, our dead names. <laughs> I will never remember what they are. Okay.
3: I don't think my pop filter is big enough though. I think I need a bigger one.
2: I think I need one to that actually covers One
3: that covers my whole <laughs> face.
2: <laughs> one that's just like a halo in, in medieval art
3: yeah one that like makes me look like dead mouse
0: one time my dad's <laughs> pop filter ripped and i had an old pair of like dance tights in my drawer <laughs> and i was already like i was home from college like visiting or something and he was like hey kiddo you're not going to use these tights anymore buddy <laughs> and i was like no yeah. and he's like can i use them for my for my pop filter <laughs> because, like, when you stretch it, it's like the yeah, yeah. same consistency, especially Perfect. like the yeah, ties yeah. are thicker. Yeah. So I think that's still what my dad's
2: using for like all <laughs> recording <laughs> and
0: stuff is my I old dance ties. Oh,
3: man. That's funny.
2: Yeah. It's great. So, Leslie, what's a yaoi paddle? <laughs>
3: Um, okay. So back in 2002, before the age of the internet, really? Yeah, sort of. It was just- Well, back when
2: the internet was when you would show up to your cyber friend's house, and it would be like, (laughs) your mom would be like, have fun, instead of like, no, don't.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so like- Back when you were still like pretending to be Sailor Jupiter online, and then having cyber sex with someone being Vegeta, that was not like drawn from real life or anything. I was just like that was just off the dome. But um, yeah, now like the cyber is so basic. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, two thousand two or two thousand three is when it the trend like started, and I think somebody was just gave it to another friend as a goof and had it like decorated and stuff because. The, the concept of, like, decorating a paddle is is already a thing in, like, fraternity culture. Like, you decorate a, a paddle and then give it to your your little or big brother or whatever. Um, So I think it got borrowed from that. And then this person was That's like, oh, this gay. is cool. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it, it, it really is. Um, And so this person was like, oh, this is cool. And all their friends really wanted one from themselves. And they were like, oh, I can probably make some money off of this if I start going to conventions and selling... You know, plastic Yaoi paddles that say like "slut" or monster tentacles on them, <laughs> and they got super popular in in conventions and like anime meetups and stuff in like 2004 and 2005. And then the tide turned, <laughs> and they have since been banned from conventions and fell out of favor because people were using them too. Inflict terrible harm on each other, unwarranted, so that they, as quickly, it's like a, a a you know a, a falling star, like burning very brightly but
1: fast. So that seems to track. I haven't been to Sakuracon, but I had friends who went to Sakuracon during that period, and that sounds like some of the behavior that they described happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those innocent
3: halcyon days. Yeah. <laughs> oh man i i do miss like like early 2000s anime conventions they had such a renegade spirit like i just miss like when you would just see like a dude in a hawaiian t-shirt selling like tentacle porn vhs copies that you know that he like like was just sitting in his basement like just copying vhs tape after vhs tape for like hours on end oh those were the days
0: and this is why preservation is so important, kids, as well <laughs> exactly. as piracy. Piracy can be a form of preservation. Lots of copies
2: keep stuff safe. Yeah. Like we
0: talked about with the, the History Man movie episode with Kyle. Like that movie existed because of preservation, really. And, um, or um,
2: because of piracy. So yeah. It got popular because of it. The bootleg thing I want to get back to, but this is the first time we've actually been able to do an anime episode. So we have to do what everyone's like history with anime is so jay what what's your history with anime what's the first anime you remember
0: so when i was a a girl child um lady person child as a as a wee wee kid i wee weeb a wee wee i was really into sailor moon really into sailor moon and my stepdad like knew a guy who owned like a like gaming shop and they had a doll of Oh, what's her name? Like, Madame Beryl? Like, the villain? Queen Beryl. Yeah, Queen, like, yeah. And that, and he got me that. And so I had that that doll. Like, that's what I was into was the fucking villains. I was like, yeah. And I loved, loved Sailor Moon. And then I knew nothing about anime. I did not get into Pokemon. I didn't get into any of the other ones until high school when a friend showed me Death Note. And I liked it. And I tried watching some Inuyasha and it's just like, Kagome. like that's all I remember. <laughs> and um, some, some bleach. And I read Death Note at that time as well. And um, then in college, I also tried to get into anime a little bit. And I want, I took a course on anime and society. And that's when I watched like Akira and Ghost in the Shell and Pat Labor and watch some episodes of Evangelion. I wouldn't consider myself like a quote like anime fan. I like the movies more than I like any of the series. I like Pro a lot. Um Promare's I bought so like little like, gay little half palm gloves. <laughs> like like Leo. Has. That those are the ones I was wearing on Saturday, Leslie.
3: Wait, those were Pro gloves? And you Hell Yeah, they
1: were. Oh
0: my God. Uh, That's what they, that's, that's, that's the kind of person I am. Um, (laughs) But otherwise, it's like I don't really like watch anime or like it that much. But some of the movies, every once in a while, a show, but I feel like I'm, there's so much like cultural tropes within specifically anime that I missed. And so I don't understand them when I watch them. So that's my history with anime Sailor Moon to like violent gay little Promare clubs, <laughs> and being really into Ghost in the Shell to the point that that's why I wanted to be a metadata librarian <laughs> originally. I think I've told this story before and um, I got like Akira and stuff too.
2: So. That's mine. These are just the characters from the cyberpunk anime, Wait, Promare. What? It's the same studio yeah studio, studio trigger, trigger. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they look the same yeah i want to
0: see some of their i i've seen uh, i had an ex who was really into footy-cooty uh and so i watched footy-cooty um footy is great yeah footy is great that's why i learned
2: guitar and I've
0: seen like a lot of the Satoshi Kone <laughs> films. I haven't seen uh, Millennium Actress, but I love like fucking Perfect Blue and Paprika mm. and Paranoid Agent. Yeah.
3: Studio Trigger is my favorite studio. Yeah.
0: I still need to watch like, what's the one where like, they're in high school, but they have like weird club. What's it called? You've got to narrow that down. <laughs> yeah. The Studio Trigger one. <laughs> and there's like it. A- it's weird. The girl with like, the half scissors. Maybe kill a kill. Oh, kill a kill. Get a kill a kill. Yeah, Still need to watch
2: kill a yeah.
3: kill. is kill really good. Um, my favorite mm. out of them is Space Patrol Luluko. That's fun. Um, yeah, just really cute, and adorable, and the uh, each episode is like seven minutes long, which is like oh, what I, I like love that. about anime is that like in terms of like form factor, they're very much like no rules, just right. <laughs> If
1: they just like make it however long they want to.
0: I drive with that. I like that.
1: Talking about anime makes me feel old, because my older brother was into what one of my oldest brothers. I have several brothers. Uh, was into anime when I was growing up in like the nineties. So it was all on VHS. So I never really watched any series except for like. And I've talked about like Ranma One Half before and its influence on my gender fluidity. So I watched that on and off kind of growing up, but like, yeah, we had like the, the VHS tapes of like two or three different anime movies, like strung together. And like, my parents didn't like it and didn't want me to watch it, but we would like watch it as like, like my siblings, like, and I would like watch it when they weren't home kind of thing. And it was like all super violent stuff that I'm remembering. I was just like, what was that called? Oh, Ninja scroll where there's like have you have you seen that? It's from 1993. And it's just like super violent all the way through. There's like gra- a graphic like rape scene. And I'm just like nine watching this with my older siblings. I'm just having a flashback right now. But uh, yeah, what was it? It was like Ninja Scroll, Akira... Oh, there are like so many that I can't remember now. Probably like, as- Ghost
2: in the Shell. Maybe the original Baki was on the VHS circuit.
1: I have not actually seen Ghost in the Shell. I don't know how I've missed it. one. <laughs> I know, right? Like it's, I have three it's like, oh, copies
0: it? of it. I that Rocky Horror are two movies I own the most copies of. Nice. Yeah, yeah I love Ghost in the Shell. Like, I'm I am not exaggerating when I crow. say, yeah, like, I am not exaggerating when I say that Ghost in the Shell is the reason I wanted to go into metadata. Like, that's a, a true story. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had to pause because I had to go get my gay little promare gloves. Yay! Nice. Aww. Yeah, they're called half palm gloves. If anyone else wants to be gay and get
3: be like Leophodia. yeah, mm-hmm. love yeah. them.
0: Yeah, because I got them because I pick up my cuticles and, like, my hangnails too much. And so I wanted something to cover them, but, like, look stylish at the same time. <laughs> so,
1: like, what if function. I get gay
0: little Leofotia gloves? <laughs> That's the least subtle movie in the history of the world. Literally, oh. it's, like, got pink triangles in it and shit. Yeah,
3: it's, yeah. Uh, they're not even trying.
0: They're not even trying. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> anyway.
3: Um, Justin, what is your origin story?
0: What's your root?
2: Um, what did I watch first? It probably would have been like stuff I didn't even know was anime. It was I was one of those people who was like 10 years old when Pokemon came out. So I got like the VHS in the mail where it was like <laughs> the Pokemon commercial with the bus driver and then it had the first episode of the Pokemon anime. And I think that was the one probably where the- Ash
3: gets like mauled by Pidgey's.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Ho-Oh and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I really like the Pokemon anime. I remember writing Pokemon fan fiction when I was like, twelve. oh, I don't think I got very far. Nice. I got pretty bored with fan fiction. But yeah, I, I imagine myself, I think it's probably like what people did with like the uh, the Harry Potter world where they imagine themselves in it all the time. That was I, I was doing that with Pokemon and Animorphs. Those were the two like worlds that i was living in
3: (laughs) that's a good space to be
2: i read the um, Endlight chronicles like 30 times that's a huge (laughs) book for a kid to read that many times there was uh, well when we talk about like the circulating vhs's there was a vhs that went around my middle school and it had uh ghost in the shell baki the grappler probably i think it had ninja scroll on it and it was just it was I think it was Miguel's. I don't know or he got it for us or something, but it was one of those things. It was just the VHS circular because like there was that scam where they would try and sell you anime and it was three episodes per VHS or per. they still do this on DVD, too, and you would pay like $10 or $12 or whatever it was for one tape and it would be three episodes. And you'd be like, I can't even finish this arc. This arc is like 30 episodes long, like the Indigo League is like 90 episodes. So so people would learn how to set their VCRs and how to program them so that you would get all the episodes. So I had a friend who had like a VHS collection of Dragon Ball Z that he had like taped himself. And I remember being must have been 17. I remember going to Walmart and being like, dude you can buy a box set of dragon ball z with like the whole saiyan saga for like ten dollars and he was like are you kidding me i'm like yeah six dvds it's like 30 episodes and we were so like pumped and like he bought all of dbz on dvd because it was just like to us this was just like a huge deal because you could buy a whole season on DVD. Finally, this was, would have been like 2007.
1: Dude, I cannot tell you how stoked I was when I was like a later teen and still living with that same brother who started the anime craze in our house as like our <laughs> roommate. And he bought all of One Half, like all like eight or nine seasons. And I was just like, I can finally watch this shit in order from beginning to end without interruption. Like I'm <laughs> going to lose my mind. It's like 2005. And I'm like having it, finally having my grand anime epiphany here, epiphany. It was great.
0: <laughs> Justin has informed me that my transition like won't be complete until I like am like trying to go super saiyan in the woods or Mm -hmm. something that's like a crucial boyhood experience screaming in the woods trying to go super saiyan yeah Yeah, like the only reason we would ever set up a patreon is to fund me being able to do that and then i can fully (laughs) go super saiyan and my transition (laughs) will be complete
2: what Uh if what if it happens what if you're the one what if if i'm the one
0: i think (laughs) think what if you have to go
2: on t super saiyan,
0: <laughs> like fucking hereditary. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I feel like I'm like of of all of the hosts, I'm the least weeb. Maybe I feel like that's a safe assessment to say. You're, yeah. Even though I took a college class on it, <laughs> but I remember, virtually. yeah,
2: when I took when I took my <laughs> poli sci class on Japan, there was. Someone took, I think someone did a presentation. I think a group had to do a presentation on anime. And the professor was like, what's hentai? Tell us about that. He knew what it was, but he was just like, he was just this weird Italian dude. So he was creep. I can't believe he was allowed to be a teacher, but (laughs) he was like, tell us about the hentai. He would like answer phone calls and walk out of the room. That's
3: an (laughs) extremely good Italian accent, Justin
2: you know how many fucking really classes i accent. took with this dude yeah but also do you know how long i had to listen to this motherfucker talk like of course i can do his accent yeah like capitalism yeah. israelism
0: the the guy i had who like taught a lot of japanese type classes that i took on like japanese film and japanese literature and my anime class he and i bonded over the fact that we both really liked einstein's and Neubauten, about it, this like german industrial noise band um, and. And whatnot. And he, he taught this uh Japanese ghosts and demons course that I took for fun. Oh, yeah, it fucking We read a bunch of we read a bunch of like yokai stories as well as like mm-hmm. some no play scripts and stuff. And um, he was really big on the anime class I took was also with him. He was really big on having us like pick something. Because, like, the anime class was divided into, like, sort of four big topics. There was, like, OG sort of proto-anime with, like, Astro Boy Mm. and stuff like that. There was the mech section, right? There was the cyborg section, which is when, when I first read Donna Haraway, so you can blame the anime class, for me reading the Cyborg Manifesto and being on my Donna Haraway bullshit all the time. There was like, quote, me and you against the world. And that is when we like watched Akira and stuff. But he liked having us like pick something that was like related to one of our class sections, but that we hadn't talked about or studied in class. And to do like a little presentation on it. And for the Ghosts and Demons one, my little group, I made us do Tomie. <laughs> the Oh, nice story about, you know, it's fucked up. And uh, we related it to like Baba stories and, and stuff. But, but yeah, he and I bonded over like, liking like German goth music and
3: shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was cool.
3: Oh that's awesome. I'm trying to think. So I had I had to look this up, but I had a similar situation where like I watched anime but I was too young to know what it was, like what anime is. Um, but my parents used to get me this video that was, they would get a like blockbuster or whatever. And it was called, in English, it's called The Secret of the Seal. In Japan, it's called toktoi And it's about this little boy who moves into like a seaside town and he falls in love with the, he doesn't fall in love with the seal, but he meets a seal and it becomes his best friend. And then there's like a bad guy who wants to pollute the ocean and they have to foil his plans. So that was like the first thing that I, now that I know it's anime, that was like my first foray into it. But the first time I ever like saw something where I knew what it was is probably original Naruto. Like I've seen Naruto, Naruto in every episode ever. It's probably one of my It's like probably my favorite anime. So, because I'm basic as hell. So,
0: I've never seen a single episode. (laughs) Not on like purpose, but
3: it's not one I would recommend to people who are starting out because there is a lot of it. Um, I guess if it's if you want to hang on to something long term, then it's a good one to start with. But um, yeah, it's just I, I love stories about people who just do their best. And they just never give up, and so that's my shit. And there's a lot of anime that is about that, so I have a I have a plethora of titles to choose from.
2: Like Comrade Poutine always says, "Just do your very best." There you go. This is an image I've been sending to Leslie like nonstop because I watched this anime called "How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift?" and there's like a Russian person in it. There's just a uh, oh wait. We're we're in we're in Zoom. I can share my screen.
0: Yeah, he looks Hold exactly up. like ripped. We've opened up new mm-hmm. uh, new technological opportunities.
3: <laughs> this is gonna make you know, in an audio format, this is gonna make for incredible content. It's oh, gonna be discussing sure. an image. image.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that yes. is that Putin?
3: <laughs> it's it's ripped Putin a hugging bear. a bear. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's not as good as that one video that goes around Twitter of like the two Russian guys doing like crunch sit up twist things and there's a bear like on the branch like pushing it <laughs> up and down if y'all see that good.
2: no we'll have to do a twitch stream where we just show each other videos have that you seen that good, video Cause, youtube cause, like, party did you, know you
0: haven't that seen that movie today this what we're recording right now it's our 69th episode Oh. Yeah. Leslie, how so ha- honored. Yeah. You're, you're, you're 69.
3: Nice. Oh, nice. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's, that's, two that's two of my favorite numbers so together it's <laughs> it's just a double double treat for me
0: yeah like we didn't celebrate our like one year anniversary or anything but episode 69, <laughs> With that's, 69
3: episodes that's yeah that's where it's at <laughs> what are you guys gonna do when you hit episode 420
0: oh my god like in 2080 <laughs> <laughs> that that'll be the like singularity you know or something
2: so i tried to look up like uh libraries in anime This is just like a general we're going to talk about anime episodes There's not like really a theme except anime but there aren't like any good animes like set in libraries there's library wars which i've never watched because it doesn't sound all that interesting leslie have you seen it
3: i've seen bits and pieces um i haven't sat down and watched the whole thing but yeah it is it's very like for the concept, which is basically like the government wants to censor everything. And so libraries have basically become a militia. <laughs> um, and so they literally like battle each other with guns and stuff.
0: We're not that cool. <laughs>
3: that premise sounds really interesting, but it, it it was very like, it didn't click with me. The little bit that I've seen.
2: Yeah. It, well, anime loves to do a thing where it says it's about a thing, but then like the premise is just like, Actually, it's just everyone is depressed teens fighting in robots. Yeah, it could be called like potato wars and it would just be like the machines are fighting over a potato planet. It doesn't matter. It's just Gundam Mm -hmm. Wing with potatoes.
0: Mm -hmm. You could make Mm -hmm. an anime out of Infinite Jest and make it a sports anime because of all. the.
2: Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Goodbye. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Not kidding, though.
0: (laughs) Not kidding, though. (laughs) there's a lot of tennis um, in it
1: god i would love to see more classic fiction turned into sports anime. <laughs> yeah what is so
3: yeah what is like a, a piece of media that you like that that you think would make a good anime adaptation
0: catcher in the rye he he did fencing like it begins like he's like on the way home on the train like with the fencing gear because he like didn't go to the match or lost the gear or something holden like does fencing yeah hmm. yeah it's like a post sports anime hmm. anime I, I, I think I'm, I'm the I'm the one in the group with the degree in literature. So, I mean, there's got to be like a Jane Austen. There's got to be like a Pride and Prejudice anime, right? Um, or like there a Persuasion is, or an Emma.
1: There's okay. definitely like graphic novels and manga style. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. And I've read yeah. some of the like
0: Shakespeare manga, which the Julius Caesar one is great when the ghost shows up. Fucking whips. It's good. Go read the like <laughs> Julius Caesar manga. It's really good
1: hamlet as a manga or as anime
2: yeah you could do like a really long yeah you could do a really long movie or you would do a mini series yeah because they would have to like they would have to do a cutaway they'd have to do filler where he goes to war but they would have to like show it instead of like cutting back it would just be like he would have to get into the robot.
0: What if you did Rose to and are Dead as <laughs> <It's> an anime?
2: <laughs> I've never watched that.
0: It's just Waiting for Godot, but Hamlet. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: <laughs> my cho- my choice is Waiting for Godot the the anime. <laughs> it's one. Lo- it's a two hour long still shot.
0: Is it no exit <laughs> that pans
2: is left and right?
0: The Sartre play where they're all stuck in the room together. Is that no exit?
2: The room.
3: oh i would love the room anime yes oh my god so good and then i want it redubbed into english with all the same actors
0: beowulf would make a good anime it's got like
2: action well they they did make a beowulf anime
0: yeah i think they they? did
2: no they made the cgi beowulf remember
0: yeah with anthony hopkins neil gaiman wrote that screenplay
2: it was basically anime i mean it's what anime looks like now because it's all 3d model and cell shading and shit yeah so that's what anime looks like now yeah Mm -hmm.
0: i mean i think billy bud could make a good anime or moby dick or something like a bunch of lads out on the sea and there's like mutiny or whales and things (laughs) that's just one piece (laughs) right yeah it's just one piece a bunch of lads on the sea you know (laughs) <laughs> Billy Budd's only seventy pages. When you read it, it could be a good little like one season arc. Yeah. It's pretty gay. Like that's
3: the thing is, like a lot of anime do, t- you know, complete their stories in just like one season. Usually yeah. like twelve or twenty four episodes. So. You know, if you want something that's a little bit longer than like a movie, but not a whole in here in, in the West or whatever, where we think like, you know, seven seasons of something.
0: But is that maybe one reason why, like, it might be hard for libraries to collect them? Because like, I, I mean, I know libraries will will collect like movies, but I feel like it's harder for TV shows. I
3: think it might be so. There, there are a couple things that I was thinking about. Like, what would be a detriment? Is number one is obviously licensing. I mean, it's a lot easier nowadays. You know, there's there are especially digital, but even physical copies. Like G Kids are pumping out, uh, you know, anime left and right in like physical forms with like really beautiful like boxes and and all this like other accoutrement to the um to the release so there I think it's a lot easier now than <laughs> it used to be in like say like 2005 to try to to be in a library and try to keep up a collection that's like decent and then yeah I think I think like the longer a series goes like it would definitely be harder to keep a collection of like I can't imagine trying to keep a collection of one piece <laughs> like
1: or like that just past.
3: yeah or, you know, yeah, or even like Inuyasha, or I'm, ch- I'm trying to think of something like more contemporary, probably like My Hero Academia just started at six seasons. So, like, that's six mm. seasons of 20, 20 to 24 episode seasons. So, like, most of the track contemporary all that ones down.
0: I know of are like maybe three seasons, if that. How long has Attack on Titan gotten to be?
3: Oh, Attack on Titan, that's I think.
0: four seasons? Four seasons. Yeah,
3: this is the end, and I'm pretty
1: sure they're on the end of season four. So, yeah. From what I remember when I did public service, it was like, it was, it was hard to keep sequential, a series in sequential. Yeah. Because it would like the fifth season would disappear, get stolen. Honestly, so much of it was just straight up theft. Like we had so many teenagers or young people who like didn't want to check it out or couldn't check it out and it would just disappear. So it was, yeah, I remember that being a frequent topic of discussion with our youth librarians and the people who ordered DVDs was just trying to keep at least like the really long ones, like at least like five or six seasons at all times, because otherwise it would just like fucking disappear. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's the thing is like nowadays, like... I don't want to say like kids these days have it so easy, but like, it really was difficult. It was difficult to find. Like the only reason that I had so much anime that I did when I was growing up was because I had like a bootleg guy at the kiosk in my mall. And I was, I'm pretty sure it was like a mafia front. Cause I was the only person that was ever in that store. Um,
1: <laughs> now the cyber but... is so basic. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. Um, So like, yeah, accessibility and quality. And it was super expensive, too. Like, I remember going to a convention in like 2007, I think, or 2005 or 2007, and like dropping 70 bucks for like one season of, I think, live action Sailor Moon. So not even technically anime, the live action version of Sailor Moon. So like, yeah, if you're a kid in in 2004, or 2005 or whatever, like you can't afford that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, nowadays it's like, it's so abundant. I mean,
1: even getting later into the aughts, it was like when I was in my early twenties and had like a really big sort of late stage anime phase with clamp, I would go to, God, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's a giant Japanese bookstore in Seattle and like dig through like the CDs and stuff and like you could get it and it was just horrendously expensive like it'd be like $50 for one CD and then like yeah like $70 for one season of an anime so mm-hmm. and you know that was before subscription services so you'd either buy it there or you'd buy it on Amazon once Amazon started carrying that kind of shit so right
0: but now it's like a lot of it is streaming and of the stuff that's streaming, are they making physical releases? Oh yeah. Them? Are they? Okay. Cause like some of them it's like, is this just like a Netflix exclusive or just like a crunchy roll exclusive or whatever, where you can't buy the physical media. But if you can, then I'm not as bad as about it.
3: It's not as prevalent and you do have to import a lot of it. And you open yourself up to a lot of, Bootleggery. <laughs> um, uh, when you try to get, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it it is it is still pretty prevalent. So you have to really like check your vendors and make sure that there's nothing written in like Chinese or if something says it's like non-region locked, that's always a big red flag because usually legit stuff is region coded in, in some form, uh in some capacity or another. So yeah, I, I'm torn because I love, you know, I love streaming and I love having that easy access. And I like the fact that streaming is a lot more, especially when it comes to like subtitles and like the actual format of what the subtitle looks like. There's a lot more room for customization as opposed to a physical copy. So if that is something that you're concerned with, I think streaming or digital is where you want to go. But you also can't compete with the sound quality and the actual visual quality of a physical release. So they both have their merits.
2: I'm looking at Kengan Ashura, which is a, uh, a Netflix exclusive and it's $159 for season one on Amazon. It's a region two DVD. So it still happens.
3: Yeah, it's tough, but also like, you know, like I said, like G kids is selling like copies of, of bell or promare. They, they were the ones that released promare in North America. Blu-ray is probably like 30, 40 bucks. So it just I just depends. had the
0: like digital Amazon version. I don't have a physical copy. I should yeah, go. me too. I should.
3: Uh I think the only one that I got that I was like super excited to get like a physical copy was is of Anahada, which is a an anime about a, a ghost. <laughs> and I don't want to say more than that. I but... like ghosts, but uh, I have the yeah.
0: new um the new ghost in the shell, like 4K. It came out mm, okay like, last year or something. That's my third version of Ghost in the Shell. But <laughs> that one was fun to get.
2: I'm sure like this, uh, I, I wanted to bring up like the streaming situations because like the HBO Max whole thing. I feel like there was another thing after the HBO Max deletions of series that there was another thing that happened where some creators were like, oh, my thing is gone. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was just an extension of HBO Max, but Streaming only services are not even like reliable in short term because like Google Stadia just shut down and I was a beta tester for Google Stadia like three years ago. And now it's closed forever after like six months ago saying like we're not closing down. And now they're like, we will refund your money. Sorry. So it's like a a very new thing that was just like a huge failure. There's there's kind of like problems and I'm running into this at work, which is like computers don't have DVD players on them because region locking kind of wasn't a problem for a short while if you were playing everything on like your laptop, like region encoding didn't matter on laptops, it only mattered on like DVD players. So I remember buying like um, Anam Namran for a coworker because like um, I I remember giving him the DVD because I bought it for myself. And this was like a series of things uh, if you've seen um the book of Kells animated movie mm-hmm. so the yeah, same studio that. did a bunch of sean Nose songs so it's all in galaga and they did all these little short s- animations that you can still find um from tgi cotter tg4 um that's the gaelic channel in ireland and so but i gave it to him because he was like he was a linguist who, who studied galaga And he had like little kids and I was like, "Okay, you can have this. And he was like, oh, we can only play it on our laptop because like it's a region locked thing. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even notice because I didn't own a DVD player. I've never owned my own DVD player. So but now I'm getting all these emails at work. It's like none of our classrooms have DVD players and professors keep trying to show movies in class and no one has a DVD player and the library doesn't have any DVD players. And so I'm the only person on campus with a fucking DVD player in my office. <laughs> I'm not the only person, but I'm, like, offering to digitize DVDs for courses. But now it's happening in, like, in in-person classes. And I'm like, no, IT needs to buy some external DVD players. This is fucking stupid.
3: They're incredibly but cheap. Yeah. They're really There's not cheap. really... I mean, you go into any (laughs) grandma's basement, just walk into a grandma's basement, not even yours, just anybody's. And there's at least three DVDs in there, and also a Sega Dreamcast.
2: I'll take that Dreamcast. (laughs) Preserving the Dreamcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you get a Dreamcast.
2: It relates to like the
0: relationship between like libraries and piracy Mm -hmm. and bootlegging and stuff. Like, I once went to like the Utah Library Association conference, and there was a really interesting presentation on there was a you know like a utah academic library talking about finding pirated bootlegged copies of certain movies online but where they were out of print and that was literally the only version of the film that they could find was like some torrented copy or something on like an illegal streaming site or something but they couldn't find it physically or whatnot and so you know, like in, in um United you know, States copyright law, there's like, oh, if it's on a format that's not made anymore, they don't make the way to play it anymore, then you can get it and digitize it and it's like legal and fine. But I don't think in copyright law, there's like stuff to account for like that situation where the only copy is like an illegal bootleg pirated copy. And so they talked straight up mm-hmm. about like, what do you do in that situation? And they made like a, um they put like a server like kind of like you what you might do for like an like electronic course reserves or something where they would upload the video, the they would get a copy of the video or something, they get download a copy of it and put it on their server and where like only like the class that it was on reserve for or a person who was checking it out could access it. But they were straight up like this might be illegal. But showing that like that's a risk libraries are going to have to start taking Mm -hmm. for for certain materials. And so it was a really interesting presentation. And like especially for anime, I can only imagine that like if libraries want to take seriously anime as like an information need of patrons, that they're going to have to get comfy with bootlegs and piracy. And like thinking of ways to show that information if people might not have the right technology to play it or if there wasn't an officially sanctioned like English dub or sub or something. Yeah, like it, it creates a lot of uh, problems that I don't know if a lot of public or even academic libraries are really prepared to handle right now.
1: I highly, highly doubt there are very many public libraries who would even start to tackle that because that becomes like a massive resource sink for a very specific thing. And from what I understand, public libraries generally kind of stay away from that. But yeah, it would be it would be cool if that was possible.
2: I mean, if it's an archival need, libraries have pretty, like, almost immunity from copyright law. Like, if you just want to preserve something. But when it comes to circulation, it becomes uh, an issue. So, uh, Yake, you can back up pretty much anything you want to if you're a library. But the big problem is like I'm worried because what I was talking about earlier with the DVD players being less prevalent, like if the public library doesn't have DVD players, are they going to stop buying DVDs, which I think would be a bad idea? Because if you're relying on the streaming services entirely, like one, they might not license to you. They almost certainly won't license to you. In fact, the only thing I've seen is like Crunchyroll and Funimation will give you an anime club license if you're a library which is great because like i love like a a little workaround but and like take advantage of that now before they take it away because like they will eventually Mm -hmm. um that's how i have a pro canva account is i got one as a academic library and it's like i just got grandfathered in while they were like yeah we give free ones to libraries It's like cool and they were like we stop doing that (laughs) so yeah i would still say dvd circulation is best and just keeping dvd players and buying separate dvd players if your computers don't come with them anymore because honestly it's kind of silly because dvds are such a good preservation medium they last for decades they're pretty sturdy they're like if i was telling someone to preserve something i would tell them burn it on dvd because it's better than tape in most cases it's better than vhs it's better than a hard drive Probably better than most solid state drives you can get. Like, yeah, just put it on an optical disc. It's it's a good technology. It has to spin, but like fine. It can it's, even stand I, up to some pretty resistant. serious
0: scratching. Yeah. Like yeah. you yeah. can scratch a DVD and like it might skip when you're watching a movie, but it doesn't damage it that much. And you can and fix scratches. It's,
1: yeah, it's yeah. fairly repairable too. And like I I would think that. Actually, music CDs will probably go away in public libraries before DVDs do because DVDs are still massively
0: popular. And they're pretty cheap.
1: And they're pretty cheap. And I don't think
0: um, places upsell those too much unless you're buying them like with like I know some academic libraries will buy DVDs with public performance rights um, to cover like classes and student groups and stuff screening them. Just in case, and
2: that you always drives the price. It, it's like a package from Swank, probably. Yeah,
0: like I know that's a thing that can happen, but otherwise, I feel like that's one of the regions, like one of the areas of collection development, where if you're just buying a DVD, that you don't get upsold too much.
3: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't rely too heavy on streaming services like Crunchyroll, Funimation. They're fine, but you have you also have like, especially thinking about anime, like being imported. You have like multiple levels of people that or like companies or whatever that you're relying on to provide this for you. So it's like you know you have the studio who makes it, like you have their distributor. like then you have you know licenses and and people you know in, in the US and stuff. So it's like at any point in that chain, somebody could be like, I don't really feel like continuing to continuing to give people access to, I don't know, space battleship Yamato. So we're just going to pull it. And then everybody else down the chain, like there's just nothing they can do about it. So
2: Saban was just a dude, right? Like he was just like, I like anime. And Saban did all these licensed dubs because whatever. Japan didn't know what to do with the licenses. So they're like, yeah, Piccolo, his name's Big Green. (laughs) If you haven't seen the Dragon Ball Z Saban dubs, you have to, if you, it's... That's right, boys.
0: Mondo cool. Mondo cool. Most of what I know about Dragon Ball Z comes from like in high school when like YouTube poops were a big thing. (laughs) And and Dragon Ball Z was like used in all of them. That's like all that I know about Dragon Ball Z. And going Super Saiyan happens.
1: I just remember watching a lot of Bleach on YouTube when I was watching Bleach and it's like cut up into like three different parts so they can try to get around that. And then like you have to find the same users three different cuts because you could like start, like if you click on the wrong one, you've got like- (laughs) you're in a completely different spot than you were before and uh-huh. it's a completely different like like dub it's, it's or sub don't know about how youtube so could go above, like 10 oh minutes God. and yeah. then like you would you'd maybe miraculously find a list of like one person had like made a list of like several episodes and it would be up for like three weeks and then, and then get like canned because of mm-hmm. like copyright yeah like I watched all of, oh my God, what's it called in America?
3: Ronin Warriors in 10 minute chunks on YouTube.
0: And like also like to search for it, like often they'd have to like type it backwards or all this other stuff. So you had to like know how to like search for things.
2: (laughs) I'm Saban. I imported Mapletown, Noozles, Funky Fable, Samurai, Pizza Cats, the first three Digimon series. Oh, also wow. did Power Rangers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, VR Troopers, Masked Rider.
3: Oh. Which is
2: an interpretation using Common Rider Black RX.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay.
2: And then just... also did Super Mario Bros Super Show Inspector Gadget. Oh. And first two dub seasons of Dragon Ball.
3: Swing your hips. Dude, do, 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 Come on, let's go do the Mario. Oh my God. Wow. I just had like you a, a state flashback of watching
1: that Super Mario Brothers Super Show theme song. <laughs>
3: this Remember, kids, gonna...
2: the police can't stop crimes.
1: <laughs> this is probably going to date me like seriously, but every morning of fourth grade, I woke up an extra half an hour early so I could lay on the couch and watch Samurai Pizza Cats. Hell yeah. On TV. And like, mm. I have never been able to find it as an adult. Like I would seriously nostalgia rewatch that from beginning to end just because I remember so very little about it, but it was like I was obsessed with it for my fourth grade year. Do they know? It is have currently it on place
2: licensed. It's currently licensed by Discotech Media. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> you can watch
3: the first season on Peacock. Okay.
2: An American entertainment company based in (laughs) Altamonte Springs, Florida.
1: Oh,
3: if anybody wants to get me, fucking
0: Florida.
1: (laughs) If anybody wants to find me bootleg copies of Samurai Pizza Cats, just hit me up on Twitter.
0: Yeah, if you're a first time listener and it's not clear, we are librarians who are pro uh, pro piracy. (laughs) So please send us all your bootlegs.
2: There was a video game. So they did Madman Entertainment Blu-ray in 2016. Every episode in standard definition on a single disc.
3: Ooh, so
2: the most recent release was 2016. So I don't think it's streaming anywhere. So you have to get the DVD. Samurai Pizza Cats: The Complete Collection on Blu-ray. Hang on, let's Google that real quick.
3: On Blu-ray though, so that's got to be pretty nice definition. I I wonder what kind of special features. Oh yeah,
2: thirty thirty-four dollars. Reasonable on Amazon,
0: all right. Our library punk Patreon that's not real, so that's Sadie. (laughs) Put it on the wish list, the the pizza cats. I think (laughs) we
1: own a DVD player, but we don't own a TV. Mm -hmm. You're being
0: so cute.
2: Come on, I have an M disc player that doesn't play anything, it's supposed to play DVDs, Blu rays, and M discs, and it just doesn't do it. It started to play the crow and then didn't, and I was like, okay
3: one of your multiple many copies of the crow
2: yes well i mean i have one dvd copy it's a good movie the crow's so good jesus christ
0: the crow would be a good anime the crow would be a good anime arthur you're so cute please
2: have you ever done the thing where you um they because there's the soundtrack to the crow but there's also the the mixtape for the crow that you're supposed to listen to while you read the graphic novel
0: no no
2: it's it's a good experience i recommend
0: some like deep justin lore about how much you like the crow
3: is that like
2: i was in a horror punk band do you think i didn't fucking read like every version of the crow that existed <laughs> and the like crow, the
0: Crow makeup
2: yeah
3: so you have to like, press um our drummer play did yeah start reading
2: yeah basically it's
3: like you
0: wizard you, of oz you, and the yeah, and, uh, Dark <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah you 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 hit play and you start reading and it's supposed to sync up with basically how fast you would read it Oh, my God. Are but also, also the soundtrack for the movie, The Crow, is pretty good.
0: Every night I burn, Every night I fall. Uh-oh, you don't want to get dinged. Like, I like the Nine Inch Nails uh, cover <laughs> of the um,
2: Joy Division song. It's pretty good. So I think we covered everything on the list.
0: There we go. What are, <laughs> like, if a library were to collect some anime to circulate and c- considering all of the complications that we've discussed around like length and other things which anime do you think libraries like public or academic or whatever uh what which anime do you think libraries um should like buy for their collections
3: that's really tough to answer because like there are this happens to me a lot because people come to me and they're like hey i've never watched anime before where should i start and the the question of what's a good anime for a, a non anime person to start out with, and like what my favorite anime is, do not match at all. So I have to like kind of remove my my um, preferences from it. Um, but that's the thing is like there there is an anime for every taste. You know, we have sports anime and romance, and just you know, nice people being nice to each other. So let me think. There are a couple that are really good to start out with that are just basically like blank slate ones. Cowboy Bebop, I think I always recommend to people. Samurai Champloo, if you are a little bit more advanced than that, I would probably say for more contemporary stuff, I really, really recommend My Hero Academia to a lot of people. It's basically like, what if the X-Men didn't suck so much? And yeah, I, I think I would... It's tough because like you have to think about what other stuff like a, a person might be in. So a lot of, I guess, you know, sports anime, I'd maybe do like Haikyuu is really good. Just in general, I like laid back camp. That's another one where it's just like nice girls talk about wanting to go camping and then they get together and they go camping. <laughs> and like, it's
0: very low and stakes. who, who doesn't beautiful. relate to that?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we all want to go camping all the time girls um,
0: night,
3: you know? <laughs> so I, I think it depends. I think if you want to have a decent collection to start out with, you really need to pick like one or two from a bunch of different genres and a lot of them overlap too, you know? So there's not just, it's not just Shonen, and it's not just, you know, magical girl or whatever. Cause like now they have all kind of blended into each other's genres. It's very like you got chocolate in my peanut butter situation these days.
0: And I imagine like movies, and then like shows that maybe have like a season or two, and not ongoing things like Bleach. Oh yeah, or one so, piece like, or so like Asha. Yeah. so like things like Evangelion or something.
3: Yeah, Evangelion's great. I would do maybe like Toradora. It's a very good like high school romance anime um, that only has like one season. Studio Ghibli uh, obviously is a very good like place to start with, and they have really amazing dubs with like you know famous actors. Um, Christian Bale is Howell in Howl's Moving Castle, and you've got like Liam Neeson is Impaño. Like very like they got good people to uh, to get into that, so you don't have to worry about like subtitles and stuff. I'm not a big. I don't really give a shit about the subs versus dubs thing. I think, like, there are anime that I watch only in subtitles and there are anime that I watch in dubs because, like, I've watched them a million times. So I don't really give a shit. Inuyasha is, um, is an anime where, like, I don't really care what the dub sounds like because <laughs> I'm usually, like, doing something else while I watch it. So
0: you're like, yo, man, yeah. <laughs> like
3: which, which is, is funny because that <laughs> I forget his name, but the actor, the English actor for Inuyasha, is the season four or five actor for Ranma in Rama One Half. The first couple of seasons, it is played by a woman and I forget her name too. But then after like, yeah, season four or five, they switch over to the, to the Inuasha actor.
1: S- Sarah Strange. Sarah Strange. I yes, distinctly remember because I remember watching it in yeah. sequence and then the, like the fourth season or whatever being like, why the fuck did Ron was voice, boy
0: voice Yeah, just
1: why is he like, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and I looked it up and was like, oh
3: shit, that's a woman. Yeah. And she did a great job of being That's like, pretty fruity. Very <laughs> different, you know, in- um in Her like male voice versus her Ranma female voice. So I love
0: that.
2: Richard Ian Cox.
3: Yes, Richard Ian Cox. Thank you. Dick Cox. Love him. Good stuff. That's a
0: that's a, that's that person's real name.
3: <laughs> that's his
1: that's his I would government put my middle name in there, name. there too. <laughs>
0: why don't trans guys get inventive with our names like that? Like just sound straight up like drag kings? Like, why aren't we naming ourselves Dick Cox? Like yeah,
3: or like Patty O Furniture.
0: Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? Instead of we're being like Victorian orphan boys, (laughs) or Aiden, (laughs) we're not being Dick Cox. Like we need to get our inspiration from Boogie Nights. (laughs) Like that's what needs to be happening. That's my stance on such matters.
3: Oh, you got me. On that note,
0: (laughs) no, no disrespect to all the Aiden's out there.
2: Yeah, lots of A names. It's always the joke is like trans people get. Get Aiden, into the Kaden. book of names. Get into the book of names and never get past the A's. Yeah,
0: and right now the the names du jour for trans guys, you all we all sound like like starving Victorian orphans. We're like Julian or <laughs> Oliver Sebastian.
2: <laughs> it would be funny if you picked a name that was like not in vogue when you were a kid, but like is in vogue now. So you were like, that's what's happening. Kyle Ligova.
3: <laughs> is that
2: or in vogue? Uh, or. Or Baruto.
3: Yes. Oh, my God. I'm waiting for a
2: trans girl to name herself.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we need more Kira Kira names. I I just want to be
1: named Pikachu.
0: Where's the trans (laughs) girl to be a queen and name herself Khaleesi? (laughs) (laughs) I...
1: Back when I was a page, I remember checking in a book and like you would find shit in books, right? And I found this adorable picture of this baby who was maybe like nine months old. And it was very clearly like first like photo shoot with like developing baby. And I flipped it over and the kid's name was Zidane. And I was like. (sighs) Oh my God, I'm such a nerd. And this person is such a nerd. And it was when I, it first hit me that I, I was like old enough to have a child that I could name after a Final Fantasy seven, like a Final <laughs> Fantasy character. I was like, how many oh, Sephiroths no. are out there? There's definitely clouds. Oh, yeah. But how many people actually went full like Sephiroth? I'm curious. Zidane.
0: Go big or go home. Trans folks out there, I guess of either gender. I don't know what your preferences are. Name yourself Sephiroth. Vivi. More Sephiroths out there.
3: We need more Vivi.
0: Yeah. There's a the child
2: YouTuber called Zidane.
0: Good.
3: That's what that, good. probably the same person. We need
0: more Sasuke's. <laughs> we need more Naruto's. <laughs> what does Zidane stand for? Are more trans it's girls? A dude with a monkey tail. That's all you like need to know. <laughs> like,
2: naming, Utena, You know, I'm naming my son Sun Wukong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like all the like trans lesbians, like get your names from Revolutionary Girl Utena. Like, why is that not happening? Yeah, like, yeah. Why aren't there I mean, more like, Anthys out there? Anthi, yeah. <laughs> utina slaps. It's so good. Utena's so
3: fucking good. Fucking I was showing my Utena. friend Eve. Like the first three episodes, because that's that's the thing is like you have to at least, especially in anime, you have to watch at least three episodes to what to determine whether or not you're going to be like into it or not.
0: Yeah, it's like Twin um,
3: Peaks. Yeah. Um, so I showed my friend it's Twin Eve Peaks the, in anime. Twin Peaks could be an anime. Twin Peaks is like
0: it'd be a good anime because it's a soap opera. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Oh. Utana with your friend.
3: Oh yeah, I just showed them the first three episodes of Utana, and they were like, "This is my shit. Where has this been all my life?" So, and I was like, "Yeah, thank you. You're welcome."
0: Yeah, everyone out there, go watch the show Utana as well as the movie where they turn into lesbian cars. <laughs> cars two? Crash two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. No, they turn to lesbian cars, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Uten is so good. Moku yeah, <laughs> it's it's a score slap. It's great. <laughs> it's
3: incredible. Yeah, yeah. you will, you will never get that song out of your head
2: ever. Okay, Leslie, do you want to do your plugs one last time, just in case the recording's all funky?
3: Yeah, sure. So I co-host a Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, rewatch and review podcast called Fangs for the Memories. You can follow us on Twitter at Fangs Podcast. We also have a Patreon where we do like just shoot the shit episodes where we talk about stuff that we go on mini tangents in the main episode and then we stop ourselves and say oh no 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 we're gonna save that for Patreon episodes so <laughs> that is patreon.com slash thankscast so and then if you would just want to follow me I am at dang it leslie on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff so that's where I'm at.
0: Okay. Oh and me uh, and Justin were notes. on episodes of thanks yeah. yes, memories of you should you go it was incredible. You should go listen neither of us watch public <laughs> <laughs> so the
2: episodes are very fun.
3: No, we love it. We love indoctrinating people.
2: Yeah. And Leslie and I are going to watch uh, Twin Peaks for the first time, and it'll be, we'll do a a podcast about it. I don't know. Yeah. I watched, Twin Peaks is so good.
0: Well, I watched
3: the first episode, but previous to that, someone had billed it to me as a sitcom. Um,
0: no yeah so
3: i was so in shock that i was like this is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life and i i will never watch it again but i think now that i'm out of that headspace and i can like come to it as it is knowing like who david lynch is and like his whole fucking deal (laughs) like i think i can can get through it a little bit better this time so
0: twin peaks is my favorite
2: okay whatever stay spooky